You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello and welcome back to the Early Night Show Virtual Edition. My name is Josh Turchin, and thank you so much for being with us today. I'm so excited to welcome the kids from In the Heights, the movie, Bella Ionelli, Lucas Cardona, and Haley Panchame to today's show. So please stick around. Welcome to the Early Night Show. I am so excited for today's episode. So I never got to see In the Heights when it was on Broadway, but now we get to watch it on the big screen and on our living rooms. Now, the show takes place in Washington Heights, and I have to say, my little neighborhood seems so boring compared to what Lin-Manuel Miranda shows us in the movie and the musical. Though where I grew up, we did have some cute ducklings that would visit us every morning and afternoon. I'd really love his next show to be about the characters in Times Square, like something about like the fake Elmo and fake Spider-Man and possibly their nemesis, the naked cowboy. Maybe he'd call it something like In the Square. <laughs> anyway, I love love how musicals are being adapted into feature films, providing more audiences access to Broadway music and more Broadway performers opportunities to share their talents with the audiences around the world. I've been spending some time working on more original music recently to share with audiences of my own, and hopping on some Instagram Lives to give some sneak peeks, I will be dropping some songs on all digital platforms on... Well, you just have to keep following me on social media for updates, but hopefully soon. You know, it's funny, actually. As a singer, songwriter, and composer, there are definitely some songs that I wrote which I like better than others. I learned this week that the incredible Sir Elton John feels similarly about some of his songs, like Crocodile Rock. The song was apparently written as a sort of joke in 1972, and he vowed to never play it again after completing his Farewell Yellow Brick Road tour in 2023. So don't worry, Sir Elton John. I'm happy to play it for you. I remember when Rock was young me and Susie had so much fun Holding hands and skimming stones Had an old gold Chevy and a place of my own But the biggest kick I ever got Was doing a thing called the Crocodile Rock While the other kids were rocking round the clock We were hopping and bopping to the Crocodile Rock Well, Crocodile Rockin' is something shocking When your feet just can't keep still I never knew me a better time, and I guess I never will. Oh, lordy mama, those Friday nights when Susie wore her dresses tight and the crocodile rockin' was out of sight. But the years went by and Rock just died Susie went and left me for some other guy Long nights crying by the record machine Dreaming of my Chevy and my old blue jeans But they'll never kill the thrills we got Burning up to the Crocodile Rock Learning fast as the weeks went past We really thought the Crocodile Rock would last well 
Crocodile rocking is something shocking when your feet just can't keep still. I never knew me a better time, and I guess I never will. Oh, learning mama those Friday nights when Susie wore her dresses tight and the crocodile rocking was out of sight. I remember when Rock was young Me and Susie had so much fun Holding hands and skimming stones Had an old gold Chevy and a place of my own That song is so much fun to play. I think that Lin-Manuel Miranda is becoming an icon just like Elton John. From their theatrical works to film, their scores are both memorable and relatable. My guests on today's episodes are on their way to becoming icons of their own. Hi. Hi. Hi, I'm so excited to have you all on today's show. Thank Thank you you so much. Of course, I'm also really excited to see you all in In the Heights. Um, we can't wait for it to come out. Like, I'm so yes. Now, how did each of you get started in the theater and movie business? So I started dancing when I was two, and I did jobs, a little bit of jobs from there. Um, and when I was eight, I went to LA and I performed a JLo solo at a Monsters convention. And it just happened to be that Nappy Tabs, the producers of World of Dance for J-Lo, were there and they went up to my mom and they were like, hey, you should um, go to MSA, which are my agents now. And I got signed. So from there, I just started doing job. Um, I started dancing at three and then started dancing professionally at seven. My first job was uh, I booked Justin Bieber uh one of his uh tours and i did it myself no agent it was one of the best things i could ever done and that's how i started and now i'm here and for me i started dancing when i was two and then also got into professional dancing when i was like seven and then i got picked to be in the billboard awards and i got to dance with Nicki Minaj and jason Derulo. and i had an agent then ctg it was incredible and that's how you started getting into the professionally or business. That's insane. That's so cool. <laughs> Thank you. So how did you find out about the In the Heights audition? Uh, my mom controlled my email. So like, she probably like just told me, she was like, she probably didn't tell me. She's just like, oh, I'm taking you somewhere. Take me to audition. Good. Work. And there was like a lot of people. Oh my God. Yeah. There yeah. were like so many people. All the kids in New York. I bet everybody crazy. got an email. I thought I was gonna get. I was gonna get this like good, like well, seventy boys, eighty boys. There's a lot of people. Out of one hundred, there was. I was so scared. (laughs) Yeah, I also found out by my mom letting me know, and I was like, okay, fine. And I thought it was gonna be like one of those regular auditions that I'll go to. I'll be like, oh, cool. I might get it. I might not. But there was almost like two hundred kids. And some adults or whatever it was. Yeah. And it was insane. And here we are today. There was like a lot of older kids in there oh, too. Yeah. So I was Three like, sections. 
kind of like, ooh. <laughs> I was really excited, and my mom was like, tell me too. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, Bella, did you see any videos of the Broadway production or listen to the cast recording before shooting the film? I did. I watched a lot of documentaries on the show, and I also listened to the soundtrack, and I was literally obsessed with it. Like, I love all the music. And, like, just listening through the music, I could kind of have, like, have an idea of what the show was about. So, like, yeah, I watched the documentaries, which I actually found on YouTube, and the soundtrack. So, yeah. Now, Lucas, how long was the entire shoot for the movie? Uh, for me, like, it was five months, two months rehearsing, and then three months shooting. I don't know how much for them. We all had, like, different parts. Yeah. yeah we, were in, we had two parts that we were all together, which yeah. was good. And it was incredible. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So much fun. Yes. Uh, what was a typical day on set like? Uh, uh, Haley, we would out. always get there like really early. It would sometimes yes. be like a little bit later in the day because there was like a couple of scenes or not scenes, but like parts that we'd have to do. Yeah, like later on in the day. But if we were there early, we would probably go into school and then get. We would get our, the most exciting part was when the people would come in and be like, "Okay, it's your turn." Yes. Yeah, we'd be in the room and be like, "Come on, guys!" <laughs> so we do a scene. And then we get our little break. We'd probably go to Crafty. That was like, our one number one place to go to. <laughs> it was like the little snack table. So that was great. But I it's always it. incredible. If we can do that every other day, I would. Oh, same. <laughs> Craft services is amazing. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> now, how was school on set like? Um, so, to be honest, I don't like school in general. <laughs> probably didn't like it, but it was... It was okay. It was like they were nice. Yeah. It was fun. It wasn't like like real school, like they're mean stuff, but mm -hmm. it was nice. And it was way shorter than school actually. Oh, yeah. So yes. that was the best part. And we also learned, I mean, well, I learned the game it is wolf, werewolf. Werewolf. So and much. And we would play fun. that. We would beg, beg to play that every single oh, time. Yeah. So, but when we did get to play it, it was so fun. Yes. Okay. Now, as a big fan of his, I kind of have to ask this. Did you work with Lemon Well? We yes. did, and oh my God, such a great guy! We were all starstruck. It was incredible. And one oh, time, yes. I, um, I had a scene that I was like on a table and stuff, and I had to come early that day. And we were at like a theater, and me and my mom were like up the stairs, and then I guess it was going up the stairs. He was coming up. I was like. Can I take a picture with you? And then I got to take a picture, and it was incredible. But we got to work with him a lot, so it was fun. Yes, and he's, like, a re very respectful person. So he's, funny. Oh, yes. Like, no matter if you were just giving out water, so if you were, like, a main character, there's respect to everybody. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's insane. <laughs> now, how did COVID impact the release date of the movie? Um, so originally it was gonna be like uh released a long time ago and then 2020. Yeah, yes. Yeah, 2020. And then they uh brought it back in this year. It was supposed to be June 11th, but they it was June now, it's June 10th. And they called us for another scene, which it was freezing cold and I don't know, it's just we weren't expecting it because it was COVID. We think we were we were done. Yeah. Yeah. 
but we were definitely I feel like because we had a lot of stuff planned like there, like I guess there was going to be a red carpet and stuff yes. but we had we were very excited but I, I don't know why I feel more excited now that it's like coming oh, soon I don't know because but, Lynn didn't want just to go on demand he wanted it to be on the big screen and I'm really excited for it to be on the big screen <gasps> yay now in addition to in the heights I know that you all have partnership with no kid hungry called smile behind the mask right yes how did you get involved with this amazing organization <laughs> so the three of us partnered up with no kid hungry so that we could spread awareness for children in need. And we are almost at $2,000. And I am, that's like incredible. Yes. Way we beyond our goal. Our goal. Like, and we had, yeah, we had a bunch of people that I guess were definitely willing to help us like oh, share yes. it. Uh, we had a bunch of people pull down their mask and put a smile behind their face because unfortunately during these times um we have the mask all up on our face and nobody can really smile so yeah we just wanted to see those smiles you know uh, how can our viewers and listeners help um so they can definitely donate to no kid hungry um and also just smile and um, I had, because I go to my dance school, and one time I came in, and some uh, one of the moms came up to me, and they were like, oh, like, when can I bring in food? I was like, huh? <laughs> I was like, I know, I'm always hungry and all, but, <laughs> and she was like, no, for smile behind the mask, and I was like, oh, my God, and it's incredible on how much, like, people are trying to help with this, so, yeah. Oh, and you can also, to donate, you can follow smile behind the mask on, on Instagram. Instagram. And the link is in our bio, so you can donate right there. Yeah, easy, one, two, three. <laughs> yes. Yay. Now, now that you've all been in such an iconic film, do you have any dream roles, movies, TV, or film? So, um, I am going to be able to play young Gloria Stefan at the Mooney this summer. But um, I would also love, if I'm, when I'm older and, like, if there's an On Your Feet movie that comes out, I would absolutely love to play Gloria Stefan in the movie about her life. So that would be one of my dream roles. Um, actually, me and Lucas are about to be in another movie. We are not allowed to say too much, but yeah. <laughs> so that's what we're looking forward to so far. Yay! Now, it is so amazing that you're all giving back to the community and that you're all so incredibly talented and successful. I can't wait to watch so much. Heights, but I'm also really excited to accompany you on a song on today's Early Night Show episode. Yes! Yay! Uh, so, what song would you like to sing and why did you select that song? So, we will be singing In the Heights from In the Heights and... We want to sing it because, okay. <laughs> so we would love to sing it because, first of all, we're in the movie and, and I love to showcase that. And yes, um, also it's about hope and yeah, so we'd love awesome. to do that. All of us together. <laughs> well, I can't wait to hear you all sing the song. Here we go.
Lights up on Washington Heights, up for the gig a day. I wake up and I got this little punk, I gotta chase away. Pop the grade at the crack of dawn, sing while I wipe down the awning. Hey y'all, good morning. I go piragua, barcha, china, cherry, strawberry, and just for today, I got my maid. amazing Bella Lucas and Haley. I'm beyond excited to see you all in In the Heights. For some more Broadway fun, come join me on my Twitch at Joshua Turchin. We play Minecraft, Among Us, and play some music. So come follow or subscribe to my Twitch. If you're enjoying these virtual cabarets, please consider making a donation to the Actors Fund's Emergency Relief Fund at www.actorsfund.org to help support people working in the entertainment industry who have suddenly found themselves out of work. Any bit helps. You can also find the Early Night Show on the Broadway Podcast Network, where podcasts are found, and videos for episodes online on theearlynightshow.com. Thanks again to my guests, Bella Ionelli, Lucas Cardona, and Haley Ponchme. And make sure to watch In the Heights either in theaters or on HBO Max starting on June 10th. And let's keep entertaining. Any artists who want to be virtual guests, send me a direct message on my Instagram at Joshua Turchin, and let's keep making music to help the world. Stay healthy and wear a mask and get vaccinated. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.